OSL is the leading distributor of radiotherapy patient positioning equipment and physics QA products for the UK and Ireland, supplying both the NHS and private sectors. We currently have a busy event schedule and will be attending many conferences in the next few months and many of the regional study days. For a full list of where to meet us, please do get in touch. As well as our event schedule, we also have a busy product portfolio that has recently been updated to. This includes Sky Factory for state-of-the-art visual LED lighting. We have MyQA Ion and Ion RT from IBA for automated patient-specific QA for photon, electron and proton radiotherapy. And we also have MR Box from our AI suppliers at Therapanacea, allowing AI-powered MR-only workflows for a more consistent and high-quality planning pathway. For SGRT, we have a vast range of open-faced thermoplastic masks, as well as surface-guided compatible clear bolus from ClearSight, preventing any risk of interference between the skin surface and your SGRT solution. And as always, do not hesitate to get in touch to discuss your product and service requirements with our friendly and knowledgeable team. Our account and clinical specialists are from a radiotherapy and physics background, and we are more than happy to chat about the clinical benefits and the workflow of all of our products. Hello and welcome to Rad Chat, the multi-award winning therapeutic radiographer-led oncology podcast. My name is Joe McMahon and I'm joined by fellow host Norman Jarka Anderson. Hi everyone. So here we are at UKIO, the final podcast episode. Um, I can't actually remember how many we've done. I think it's probably almost 30 episodes over the course of the three days. It's been very busy. Uh, but we have a very special guest to join us last of all. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hello everyone, my name is Dr Emma Hyde, I'm an Associate Professor in Diagnostic Imaging at the University of Derby. So Emma, why are you here? <laughs> why am I here? Well this year I'm here as Vice President of UKIO, um, so I've been leading the Education and Workforce Strand, which has a huge number of sessions within the programme, um, so it's been really busy this year supporting the team that have been leading on each of the different sessions. We've had more sessions than ever before. So the number of sessions within the education workforce work stream increased by half again from last year. So we've had a huge number of sessions, a huge number of speakers to coordinate. Really, really exciting speakers. It's been an absolute pleasure to be looking after it. And you have quite an exciting prospect for next next year, don't you? Because you actually take over as president. That's right. So so shortly after the Congress this year, I step into the role of being president for 2024 and 2025. So slightly daunted by that prospect <laughs> at the moment, the reality is starting to hit of what's going to be involved, but really, really excited about the opportunity and really proud that as a radiographer, I'm able to be president. Um, we know that there's not been as many radiographers historically as radiologists, so I feel like this is one for the profession. I'm really proud of that. Can I ask, why is it daunting? Why is it daunting? I guess it's just I want it to be the best it can possibly be. I care so much about the Congress. I've been coming here since I was a student radiographer in the 1990s. Um, it was up, wasn't called UKIO back then, I can't remember the acronym, but uh, yeah, but it was the same format, the technical exhibition and the scientific programme. And I just want it to be the best it can possibly be, to keep people coming, to keep people coming into this rich multidisciplinary environment where we're learning with, from and about each other. It's so important imaging and oncology professionals to understand each other's roles and learn together. So Emmy, you've always been kind of one of those people within the profession that people look up to, the work that you're involved in. Outside of UKIO Congress, what things are you involved in at the moment? 
So I'm continuing my role as clinical director of the Personalised Care Institute. I've now been in that role 18 months and I've got at least another nine months there. After April 2024, we're not sure what the funding model is going to look like, so I hope that I will be able to stay, fingers crossed. But that's been a fantastic role. Again, as a radiographer, to be in that role, you know, I'm working a lot with primary care, so it's a really different environment for me to work in. I, you know, as a radiographer, I'm used to be in an acute secondary care environment. So getting in touch with all these different colleagues in a primary care setting, with, but we've all got the shared interest of making things better for people receiving care, whatever that care is, has just been fabulous. So that work continues. Obviously the presidency role will kick in big style. Um, I have my associate editor role with the Journal of Medical Imaging and Radiation Sciences, JMIRS, so that will continue. Um, yeah, and lots and lots of other things, you know, continuing to do my peer reviewing for radiography, continuing all the other things that I've been doing for a few years now. Quite busy then. <laughs> quite busy, yeah. yeah, quite busy, but I'm lucky in my role now as an associate professor, I do have dedicated time for these activities, so that's yeah, it makes so great, it makes a big difference, yeah, to actually, you know, be encouraged, supported to, to have the time to do that makes a huge difference. So obviously the things that you're involved in and the opportunities you've had, people may look at you and inspire to also replicate maybe a career pathway, portfolio, career. What advice would you give to anyone kind of looking up to you now thinking that's something I'd like to do in the future? So I think the important thing is to have a growth mindset, to not be limited by what you think you can or cannot do, to actually be able to be a little bit uncomfortable, I'm not saying a lot uncomfortable, but a little bit uncomfortable of being out, out of that happy zone where you currently live and push yourself a little bit, that way you will grow, so say yes to the opportunities, don't be scared, take them on, read up around them clearly, make sure that you're prepared to do them, step into that zone of discomfort so that you can grow as a result from it. And I've found in my career, by just doing that, more things have happened. So the more I push myself, the more things I've been offered, and the more my growth has been. So I'm not saying that my career trajectory is perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but hopefully that, that little bit of advice may help others. How important is it for radiographers to advocate for themselves? To have a... To advocate for themselves. Oh, it's really important. We, I think we constantly undersell ourselves as a profession. I think there's still an element of we're, we're quite subservient to the to the medical colleagues that we work with sometimes, not always, but sometimes. And I think we nearly we need to stand on our own two feet. We are confident, capable professionals. We're the experts in our field, and we're the experts in patient care because we're the ones that have close contact with them. That the medical colleagues are a little bit removed from. We need to own that space. That's where we've got our, our moment to shine. So Emma, what do you want for UKIO in the future? What plans have you got in the making? <laughs> I don't think anybody would be surprised about my plans. Person-centred care is going to have a huge focus. Uh, I'm really, really keen to push that. We increased the number of sessions and the focus on that a lot this year. We've all the patient voice in more than ever before and I'd like to continue that next year. I have plans that we will get patients included accreditation, which will really recognise the voice of patients throughout the Congress, not just as speakers, but actually being involved in the design and development of the programme, and actually being part of our audience and contributing to the sessions that way as well. 
I also really want to increase the focus on sustainability. The NHS is the fifth largest contributor to the carbon footprint in the UK, so I think there's still lots we can do within imaging and oncology to recognise our impact and try and reduce it. So I'd like to use the Congress to, to get some of those messages across, get people thinking about what they can do in their practice. All sounds amazing and exciting at the prospect of what's gonna, what it's going to look like in terms of Got an important question for this year, UK. What was the best coffee that you had? <laughs> the best coffee? Well, yeah, you're, you're I'm going to have to drop a name here, but it was on the Fuji stand. Yeah, it was a really good yeah, it was amazing. artwork on the top. It was, it was beautiful. amazing. And uh, those beautiful Japanese Kit Kats as well. My goodness. Oh, I've not had one of those. Oh, I might need to go and visit. So I've been to Japan and you can get go in a shop and there'll just be rows and rows of different flavours of Kit Kat. They're mm. not the best in the world. They are delicious, aren't they? Okay, so next year, coffee, Fuji, there you go. Yeah, everyone else needs to up their game. Oh, well, thank you so much. It's always a pleasure to have you on the podcast, and we wish you every success for the presentation. Thank you so much, and well done to you both for doing such an amazing job with this podcast. It's just phenomenal. Oh, thank you so much. Oh.